0: the Dead radio
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> with your hosts the Ryan family Matt Evelyn and Casey <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Reckoning of the Dead Radio and this special edition, The House of Ryan plays the House of Rillier. I'm your host, Matt Ryan, and I'm joined by my lovely family, starting with my daughter, Eve. Yes, hello, that's me. And my wife, Casey. Hello, nice to see you. Nice to see you and nice to see everyone. Uh, We are, so we're going to play the Call of Cthulhu game. Very excited. Yes. Uh, The uh, linked scenarios that we've kind of Uh, I've jammed together into a campaign. It's The House of Rilia, Call of Cthulhu, uh, by several different authors. This was published a couple of years ago, 2012, I think, by Chaosium. And I will put a a link to the product in the show notes so that everybody can see exactly what I'm talking about and pick up a copy if you like it, uh, and you will. It's very good. Uh, And we're going to start tonight with the first chapter entitled The Art of Madness by our friend... Brian Cortimage. Brian's a good guy. Yes, we've played with Brian a couple of times. Uh, He's he's a very, very fun chap. So, um, let's introduce our listeners to our characters. Casey, would you like to start? Sure. My character is
1: Gertie Jenkins. I'm a graduate student in architecture, and I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, Lived in a suburb, Stoughton, Massachusetts. I was raised by my mother and my Uncle Ted, and I'm very excited to be at Miskatonic University because it's quite a feat, I think, in my family to go to a university. I'm very excited about getting a degree
0: in architecture and making a living. Oh, wonderful. I'm excited to see what happens to Gertie tonight. And Eve, you'll be playing... Victoria Edwards. Uh, I am from Newtown, Connecticut, a very
2: affluent town, and I have a very affluent family. Uh, I've spent my entire life studying uh, in an attempt to get into Miskatonic University, and I was, of course, accepted. Uh, and I have uh, not stopped studying since I got here. I am very intelligent. And uh, I will make the most for myself no matter what happens.
0: Wonderful. And what does Victoria study again? Uh, engineering and physics. Engineering and physics. Both young ladies we've already established are studying at Miskatonic University, and it is January nineteen twenty-two, uh, maybe the end of January. So you have been back at classes for a couple of weeks, okay? Maybe even three. Uh, so maybe it's late January. Yeah, I think I think late January beautiful campus, very Ivy League looking with big stone buildings. There's the great bell tower sort of right in the middle of the quad. Now you two, along with all of the female students of Miskatonic University, live in the Dorothy Upman Dormitory.
1: That's correct.
0: Which is sort of the northeast corner of the quad, a rectangular quad that's longer east-west than it is wide <laughs> north-south. And you've got roommates.
1: Yes, we certainly do. We have two sweet mates. We have Buffy Spangler, and she's really... Something. Yes, she is. She comes from a very rich family, and she really has an attitude.
2: And I really... Enough about her, for real.
1: Well, she has more attitude than she has brains.
0: Buffy. But she's well-liked, though. No.
1: No, No. she's not. (laughs) No,
0: she's not. (laughs) Maybe by the rest of the campus. No, 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 she's not. No, you're wrong. No one likes Buffy. (laughs) She thinks everyone likes her, but everyone just doesn't want to... Does the football team... They...
1: They, they might, but not in the ways that we would no want. No comment. To <laughs> Our other sweet mate is also odd, but in a completely different way, Ruth Hall. She kind of has a boyfriend, also kind of odd. They're both... They're,
0: they're perfect both, for each other. Yes, they are. They
1: dress all in black and...
0: Interesting news about Ruth. She died? She Well, no. She won't be coming back. The headmistress of the dormitory, Mrs. Wilson, informs both of you girls that Ruth will not be coming back. Why not? She's been accepted and she's very excited about it. She sent a letter, very excited about the uh, her acceptance midterm into the Boston Museum of Fine Arts, the School of Museum of Fine Arts. So it's a school that's attached to the museum and it's for gifted artists. Oh,
1: that's good for her, I suppose. I sure hope this means that we don't get another
0: roommate mid-semester. That's always so awkward. Of course that's what it means. But as the semester starts, you do not yet know who that is.
1: Well, I do hope that Ruth has a great time at the MFA. I've heard wonderful things about their programs. That's quite a feather in her cap. I wonder what her little skeevy boyfriend is gonna do when she's gone I'm curious
2: about that
0: too now did uh, what was the boyfriend's name do you remember
1: uh,
0: we just call him Scruffy yeah scruffy. probably something skeevy I think it was Chris oh, I'd be like, <laughs> like Chris that sounds right <laughs> and Chris is uh, inconsolable is that a word yes unconsolable no it's, it's, and, it's inconsolable Chris is inconsolable he's still scruffy <laughs> Now that Ruth is gone, he doesn't know what to do with himself. So he just kind of hangs around the quad and molds. He does. He writes poetry and talks about how brokenhearted he is. You've you've noticed him weeping near the statue of Dean, the Dean Halsey commemorative statue that's sort of at the north end of the quad. You've noticed him just... Oh, I've
2: noticed. That's where I like to go to study. Loiter and...
1: I avoid him in the cafeteria.
0: Sniffling. That's
1: all I need is to have some downer while I'm trying to eat my soup.
0: Classes have begun. You're maybe two weeks in. Are there any exciting classes you girls are attending this semester?
1: Well, I'm very excited because one of our professors, um, one of my favorite professors is Professor Galloway. He's Mm a professor of architecture. Oh, yes. Uh, And I am once again tutoring some of the undergrad students in his class. And I just really like him. He knows so much stuff. And... Because I know Professor Galloway, I'm also tutoring two young women in Professor Engels' class. He's a new professor, and I think he's kind of dreamy, actually.
0: Mm. Now, if I remember, uh, Professor Engels is maybe in his late 30s, early 40s. He is very old, yes. Mm -hmm. And Professor Galloway has got sort of... uh, salt and pepper hair he's maybe oh he's, he's
1: ancient oh my gosh in his 50s oh my gosh he's ancient he's ancient
0: and, uh, and, and you Victoria any, any interesting classes for you I'm
2: very excited about a, uh, a study of kinetics class uh, I'm really into kinetics and I, uh, I'd like to see hopefully uh, if we're allowed to uh, study uh, study guns because I think that's such an an excellent display of how strong
0: kinetics can be interesting. And is that Professor Jeffrey's class?
2: It is, yeah. Yeah, I like him. He's he's straight to the point. He doesn't like to, uh, to flourish too much and he doesn't like to waste time. He just gets right to the point uh, and all of his uh, lectures are very succinct and honestly just a joy.
0: And there's always a hope that he might pull out a rifle and you'll do some laboratory experiments at high velocity. <laughs> I mean, I doubt that, but it would be fun to go over maybe how a gun works. And as you're telling Gertie the exciting things that happen in class, as you enter uh, the UPMAN dormitory and shake the cold off of your shoulders, uh, Mrs. Wilson is standing there with a note. Girls, she calls, girls, and you can hear now, of course, the clatter of shoes in the hallway, of the other young women going to their different rooms, and the, kind of the giggling as they share the day's experience between themselves. Girls, calls Mrs. Wilson. A phone call came from you. For you. Oh, uh, From who? Uh, uh, Mr. Manfred Hall. I believe that's Ruth's father.
1: Oh, yes, it is. We met him over... Didn't uh, Right before the winter break.
0: Is he called us? He did. Um She probably left something in the room that he wants us to mail back. Well, he seemed more distraught than that in the telephone call. I wrote down his number, and here it is. Oh, we'll ring him up then. Thank you very much, Mrs. Wilson. Uh, It's just a few minutes before dinner, so uh, remember... We'll keep it short. Very good. So we're going to go So there is is a telephone in the main office of the dormitory that young ladies are allowed to use. Between the hours of 6 and 8 p.m.,
1: they're very strict about it, though. They don't want you on the phone gabbing all the time. It so. is
0: a very strict call. Uh, dorm, gen- gen- gentlemen callers are only allowed into the foyer where Ms. Wilson and a chaperone is vigilantly on guard. And no boys allowed past the foyer.
1: Well, I don't really
0: think that's a bad rule.
1: No, not at all. It does interfere with studies when there's boys hanging around. Although Buffy always tries to sneak them up into the room.
0: Unsuccessfully so far.
1: Extremely
2: unsuccessfully. I will not have that happening in my dorm.
1: Well, how can I get any studying done?
0: She's such a twit. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a few moments before you call if you'd like to do anything. Well,
1: first off... Let's uh, look at this piece of paper. Did she write any notes on it? Just other
0: than... Mr. Uh, the, the note is simple. Mr. Manfred Hall called for uh, Victoria or Gertie or Buffy. All three names are on the note. Let's not involve Buffy in this. And then a telephone number. Well- a bo- with a Boston area code. You, you notice instantly... Wow. Gertie. Yes, that that's a rather large area,
1: but that is where Ruth is from. What do you think, Victoria? Should we give a call now before dinner?
2: I think sure. I think sure. Oh, I, I think, think so. so.
1: Okay, let's let's go in, and r- let's ring them up. So we're going to go in and mm-hmm. get the telephone. And sure, sure. Ring up the operator. It's
0: fairly private. Well doesn't
1: matter necessarily. We're just calling a parent. Mm-hmm. So, so we, we dial and get the operator and have the campus
0: operator put us into an outside line and we call them. The phone's answered immediately and you can you hear a man's voice that you have, since you've met Mr. Hall, you recognize it as his and he says
1: hello? Oh, hello Mr. Hall. This is um, Gertie Jenkins and Victoria Edwards from Miskatonic University returning your phone call. Oh, that's right. Is up there? Well, no, as far as we know, we've heard she was accepted in a program down in Boston at the MFA and wouldn't be returning to campus.
2: Missing? Missing? We can't find hiding her hair her. I thought maybe she'd gone up there quite unlike the girl. I mean, she's
1: odd in her way, but very unlike the girl to just disappear like that without a word to me or mother. Well, that's very unusual. Uh, Just just a moment, please, Mr. Hall. Let me- I mean, you have seen the paper. Do Do you get the globe up there? There's a copy in the library. I haven't looked at today's news. Mr. Hall, just a moment, please. Uh, I, I need to ask Victoria a question. He says that Ruth is missing. Ru- Ruth is missing? And he called us? He called us. There, You haven't seen that boyfriend of hers recently, have you? Chris?
2: I mean, I've seen him around, sure.
1: But he's by himself. You haven't seen Ruth at all? I haven't seen Ruth since the break. Oh, I haven't either. Well, I'll just get back to him. Uh, Mr. Hall, Mr. Hall, hello. Yes, great. I did talk with Victoria, and Victoria has not seen Ruth either. I think that one or the other of us would have seen her on campus if she was around. Um, all I can say at this point is um, we can go and ask her friend Chris. He's, he's still on campus. Um, but Mr. Hall, could I ask you a question? What what do you mean when you asked me if I had seen the globe today? Uh, but, uh,
0: she's been reported missing, and there's an article mentioning it. Oh. I thought perhaps I thought perhaps you'd read it or seen it, but we're awfully, awfully upset,
1: terribly worried. I would imagine so. I I I'm worried just hearing that news. Uh, but I have not seen her here. But uh, Victoria and I are off to dinner right now in the cafeteria and the dining hall. We're just beside ourselves. The police are no help. They can't get anywhere. We've got really no one to help us down here. I don't even know where a young girl would get off to. Well, she hasn't been seen here yet, as far as I know. But when we go over to dinner, we'll be sure to ask around and we'll see if we can find out anything for you, shall we?
0: very upset, so I'm going to go see if I can help calm mother's nerves, but uh, any information that you can find, or uh, well, any way you can help would surely be
1: appreciated, oh poor Ruthie. If you don't hear from me tonight, don't worry, we're only allowed limited access to the telephone. Uh, but if I find anything out, I will call you back tomorrow morning. First thing in the morning. Sure, as soon as they
0: let us use the phone, I will give you a call back. Okay, so... So, I, we hang up the the, I mean, the library is open if you're interested in going to check out the article, but you can absolutely go to dinner. Oh, well, they only
1: offer dinner a very limited time, and if you don't get their first thing, all the girls eat the chowder first, and it's none left for us. Well, look,
2: I'm not super hungry. Uh, do you want to eat dinner? I'll go to the library, look some stuff up.
1: Well, let's just go and grab a bowl of soup first, and I'll go with you. Okay. So, we go over to the, the dining hall... Do we see anybody? Do we see Chris?
0: The dining hall. It's in the dormitory, and it's all women. That I don't think Chris is hanging out there. Chris isn't there.
1: So I, I grab a quick bowl of chowder. Okay. And
0: uh, some oyster crackers. Sure.
1: And. Uh, I
0: mean, there are women there that you know. Of course, you know. I don't know. Well, we we know all of them. They're all yeah. in the dorm. They're all in the dorm. Yes. Yeah, so they're yes. You're familiar with all of them. Sure. Yep. Yep, yep.
1: And when we go in, we'll ask around a couple of folks as we're standing in line and ask anybody if they've seen Ruth. I don't know if we get any positive responses back from anybody.
0: Nobody's seen her and it's the same that you get the same response that you got from um Vicky, Victoria, that there that people haven't seen her until the break.
1: So, we uh don't spend too much time in the dining hall and then we head over to the library
0: all right so uh it's three stories i think oran library uh doors that stairs that lead up to the main entrance it's sort of a like built like a u and the main entrance is in the throat of the u ivy league doors that open up a foyer and I, i think the foyer is actually open to the second floor balcony and of course there's Book stacks, everywhere stacks, uh, all sorts of places. And there is, uh, I can't remember if it's on the first floor or the basement, there is a newspaper and magazine section where newspapers from around the states and the world are collected.
1: Well, they're right up In the main, when you first come in, there's the checkout desk,
0: which is sort of in the center, yep, of the whole thing. And then there's, I think, there's a like a north and a south wing or something. I can't really remember, but either on, but all of the floors are easily accessible by elevators and stairs. And I can't remember where the newspapers are, but they're they're, they're, easy to get to. They're
1: on the main floor, right by the desk. They're because they're they want to keep an eye on them because they know that students have a tendency to slip them.
0: To Out steal the, the newspapers. Yes. It's easy enough to go through the Boston Globe. Sure. It's not that big of a paper. I, and uh, and I think you find an article from yesterday. And we have a special guest to read that handout aloud for our listeners at home as you all pour over it. And this is our friend, Anthony Lee Dudley. Here's Anthony reading The Boston Globe.
3: Authorities have landed second missing student, three total missing from MFA. A second student from Boston School of the Museum of Fine Arts has been reported missing, bringing the total to three missing persons affiliated with the MFA within the last month. Miss Ruth Hall, a first year student, has not been seen for the last two days after she failed to appear for a meeting with friends. Miss Hall's friends alerted the Boston police We're now searching diligently for both Miss Wilson and Miss Hall, asserted Boston Police Detective Paul Farrell, and we are actively investigating the possibility that the two students' sudden disappearance may be related to that of Jason Davies, who also remains unaccounted for. Readers will recall that Davies, a professor at the School of the Museum of Fine Arts, has been missing for a month. Student Helen Wilson has been missing for two weeks. Miss Hall is 18 years of age with short cut blonde hair, slim build, and was last seen wearing a black v-neck style silk dress with off-white lace trim. She has a silver charm bracelet on her left wrist which she seldom removes. Any member of the public with information on the whereabouts of Miss Ruth Hall, Professor Jason Davies, or Miss Helen Wilson are urged to contact the Boston Police Department. Very good.
1: Wow. That's interesting.
3: Very. So
1: Ruth is wearing a dress now that she's down in Boston. <laughs> she, I, I she admit always, it's not like her. She always wore pants when she was here. I guess she classed up her act a little bit. Maybe she met a better man. Well, maybe that's why Chris has been inconsolable.
2: Probably. I don't know. I feel like you could cut his hair and he'd be
1: inconsolable. Well... Maybe we should go and see if we can find him and ask him if he's seen her.
2: I think that's a good idea.
1: Okay. How come whenever you look for someone, you can't find them, but when you don't want them around, there they are, popping up? It's because they know. Let's go hang out at the statue where he can be found.
0: And so it's 7 o'clock at night, we think, maybe? And it's dark, and and the... Street lights are lit around the quad, and there's... The gas lamps. Yep, and then there's a a few here and there, sort of this white glow across the freshly fallen snow. And you head to the statue to see if uh, Chris is bundled up and sitting there. And uh, go ahead and make a luck roll, Gertie. Ooh, I made it. He is. He's sitting there with a sort of a a dark blue pea coat pulled up around his neck and a red and yellow striped scarf.
1: That's unusual, usually he just wears black. What's with all the color? Hello there,
0: Chris. Does Chris know you? Does he recognize you in his grief? No. Ruthie,
1: is that you? No, no, Chris. It's, it's me. It's Gertie. It's it's Gertie. You're Ruthie's roommate. Yes, and Victoria.
2: I'm also her roommate. Oh, I miss her.
1: Uh, Chris, have you seen Ruth lately? No. Have you?
0: No, I'm just... Uh... Has she written you? She doesn't write me. I've written several letters. No. no reply. No,
2: Chris. She hasn't written us.
0: Her parents won't take my phone calls anymore. Well, how often were you calling? Well, every day, when she dumped me. Oh, I did not know that you when and did she dump you?
1: had broken up.
0: Oh, before the semester ended, to tell the truth.
1: I d- did not even know that you were dating. I thought you were just friends.
2: And, okay, so we then we had a week off, and then we've been back for three weeks, so it's four weeks later, and you're still this upset, Chris?
0: We had a bond. We had a connection.
1: So you haven't heard from her and you haven't seen her. I don't think we should talk to this guy. So, Chris, before we go, because we do need to get back, it's getting a little bit chilly out. Uh, Do you have any idea of, of other friends of hers here on campus that maybe have talked with her?
0: No one that I've talked to has talked to her, and whenever I show up to any of her friends and want to talk about her, they go the other way.
1: Okay, well, I'm sorry that uh, things are still a little bleak for you, but um, we've got to get back to the dorms now. I don't want Mrs. Wilson to worry about us. You take care of yourself, okay?
0: That's right, and the dorms close at 9 o'clock, so... So... We can't get in or out. Well,
1: we're... We don't want to be locked out, and we don't want to be locked out with him around. So, we hustle back to the dorm.
0: Okay, both of you can go ahead and make psychology rolls about your interaction with Chris to see if he was being sincere.
1: I had a extreme success. I got a
0: rock. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, he was being extremely sincere. Uh,
1: what a wasted (laughs) rule
0: he's mopey and miserable now that Ruth has left him for the listener Casey got an O2
1: okay so we hustle back to the dorm Mm -hmm. and uh, when we come in we see Mrs. Wilson sure and we let her know that we did call Mr. Hall and that we did talk with him and we ask her, since nobody else is around, did she know that Ruthie was missing?
0: And, and Mrs. Wilson says, I did know uh, Mr. Hall informed me that she was missing, and, and that was the his concern. He's quite concerned. Ruthie, he's afraid that uh, Ruthie hasn't made as many friends down at MFA as he made here with you girls.
1: That's interesting, because she really didn't make a lot of friends here. And it said in the newspaper article that she was supposed to be meeting some friends, so it sounds like she was fitting in pretty quickly.
0: Well, That's a good point. I wonder who she was going to meet. Well, I think you girls should do everything that you, you can to help Mr. Hall find his daughter.
1: Well, we, we told him we would give him a call. Uh, tomorrow morning I'll go and talk with a, a couple of her professors, but right now I think it's time for us to hit the books. I've, I've got a a paper due at the end of this week, and I need to work on it.
0: Okay. And you do, without any further ado, you uh, go back and uh, into your room and and sort of Buffy's there and uh, Buffy says, can you believe Ruth's gone? Oh, Buffy, how did you hear that? Oh, everybody's talking about it. Do you have any idea? Have you talked to her at all? No, I haven't talked to her. I mean, we were friends, but I haven't talked to her ever since she went off to art school. You were friends? Well, just like we're friends. Oh, you're right.
1: Kind of like that. Uh, Did you already go down to the the washroom and wash up for the night, Buffy?
0: (laughs) Oh, I guess I haven't. Maybe I'll... Is it before 9? Maybe I'll go out for a walk and have a cigarette. Well, you better make it quick. Do you want to come? Smoking cigarettes.
1: Not right now. Honestly, sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Buffy, I didn't know you smoked, but this is actually... I think I like you a little bit more now. Yeah, let's go have a cigarette.
0: Well, with Ruth disappearing and under such strange situations, who... I don't know.
1: So they leave. Mm Mm-hmm. As soon as they leave, I lock the door and I'm starting to search the room because maybe Ruth left something. You never know. We didn't really, we don't clean up all that much. I hate to admit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to kind of go through the room and see. If Especially
0: she's... Ruth's sort of empty
1: quarter. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. And look in the closet and look under the beds, look under the rugs. Mm-hmm. So do I find anything as I'm searching?
0: No, nothing. She took all of her belongings. I mean, you remember the last scene with her saying goodbye when she drove off after the Dean Halsley memorial lecture, and it was the next morning after her chemistry final. I think she got in the car with her parents, and um, and her things were there then, so they must have come back sometime over break while you were gone, since she transferred to a different school. Okay. What, how's your interaction with Buffy go? Probably goes well.
2: I honestly. I went into this thinking I didn't like Buffy, but I do like Buffy now.
1: Because she smokes cigarettes?
2: Well, because she's just so nice. We're so mean to her, and she never
0: really actually does anything wrong. you she's smoking, and, and she's um, she's got a fur coat with the collar turned up. She says, I, I don't know what to do about Ruth. Gosh, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. She was such a
2: dear. She really was. Is there anything you can do, really? I mean... You know what we could do?
0: If I had a car, we could go to Boston. It's not a bad idea. It's not that far away. It's not that far away. We could get in the car tomorrow morning and just drive there. But who has a car? Gertie has a car. I'll talk to her. I know we might have to cut a class or two, but I say, darn it, let's do it anyways. It's
2: Ruthie. It is Ruthie. I'll talk to Gertie about it.
0: Oh, these lucky strikes sure have a kick. (coughs) How can you smoke these? But you've got to learn to inhale. I did know how to inhale. (coughs) If you like this, maybe we could... Anyways! What made you think I like this? Who wouldn't like it? You're a fashionable young lady. It's true, I am. Okay, let's put this out here. I've got a mint so that nobody smells the tobacco on our breaths.
2: Oh, you thought this through. Oh yes,
0: I'm a bad girl. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the dorm room.
1: Now you both smell. Usually it's just buffy. That don't smell. You Gertie! About? Vicky has something to say to you.
2: Vicky! You, we could have been a little bit more tactful about it, Buffy.
1: What's going on, you two? What if the three
2: of us went to Boston tomorrow and looked for Ruth?
1: Well, I would like to talk to her art professors first thing in the morning, and I do have. A student I need to tutor at 9.30. Could we do it at 10.30?
2: Yes, let's do it at
0: 10.30. Oh, you two are adorable. And Buffy runs over and hugs you. Uh, I think I have to go wash up now.
1: So I, I'm going to leave the room, go down the hall, and brush my teeth and wash up for the night.
0: Very good. And why don't we take a little break to get something to drink. And, And listener, you can listen to this musical interlude as we change scenes for the next scene. Ah! Welcome back, listener, as we return to our story of Gertie and Victoria heading to Boston to help out their friend, the missing... Ruth Hall. So, the three of you, Gertie, Victoria, and Buffy, are in the car, heading to Boston.
1: One question that I have, when I talked with Ruth's art professors in the morning, did I get any kind of information from any of them?
0: Um, Not anything that would indicate where she might be. But you got a lot of information about the sort of student that she was.
1: Did we get any names that might be worth checking out, like any contacts at the MFA? Because they probably were sources of
0: reference for her. The only name that comes up is the uh, principal director of the school, Mr. Edward Waldo Forbes. Hmm. So her art professor... Does he? Uh, does he have a name? I I don't know. Yes,
1: I think it was uh, Professor Pugh. Professor Dean Pugh.
0: He told you about um, Mr. Forbes. Okay.
1: So while we're driving, mm-hmm. I share that information with Victoria and Buffy.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, now, who's up front with you, and who's in the back seat? Buffy's in the back seat. Is it okay if we smoke in here?
1: Uh, no, Buffy, I'm sorry. You'll have to curb those instincts until we reach Boston. This is my mother's car, and she's quite fussy. I don't want the privilege of having a car at school taken away from me.
0: I can understand that. Sorry I'm a can. rule breaker. It's my nature.
1: Yes, Buffy, we're finding that out about you. You're, you're more nuanced mm-hmm. than I thought.
2: Buffy, don't mm-hmm. prescribe yourself to a role. If you want to change something about yourself, you can change it. Oh, Victoria, you're so wise.
0: I like being a bad girl.
1: Okay. Sounds wonderful.
0: <laughs> now, you know... Um, Buffy's very entertaining in the car.
1: And every now and then, out of the corner of my eye, I see her kind of bouncing around. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what she's doing.
0: <laughs> Turn the radio on!
1: This car doesn't have a radio. I'm sorry, Buffy. Um, I'm no, I am know that you are used to finer automobiles, but this was my, my dad's old car.
0: That's all right. At least it's got heat.
1: Uh, no, it doesn't. That's actually the friction from the pavement that you're
0: feeling. Sorry about that.
1: Well, at least it's got wheels. That's true.
0: It does. Um, it's only, I think... Just under forty miles from Arkham to Boston. Sure. So it takes maybe an hour's drive and you're there before noon. Where is your where are you driving to specifically, Gertie?
1: I was gonna drive directly to the MFA school and and park. That's a good place to start, I think. Because really we don't have any other leads. I mean the only name that we were given is Professor I can
2: head
0: to her dorm if we figure out where she was staying. Well, she was living at home. And she lives near here? Her home is near here? Her home is in Belmont, which is, I think, just outside of the city. Yes. Um, so it would be... Uh, you could have gotten her home address from Mrs. Wilson.
1: Which we did. Well, okay. No,
0: I don't think
2: there's any point in checking her home yet. Her no. parents would have found her if she was there. Right.
1: But we did. we did call... Before we left, we did call the halls and told them that we had asked around that we had talked with her professors and that we were going to be coming down uh, and that we were going to go to the MFA and see if we could talk to some people. And they did very kindly invite us to spend the night if we needed it before heading back tomorrow to Miskatonic University.
0: Oh, as more than the night, I think that uh, Mr. and Mrs. Hall are just ecstatic that you're coming to help. Yes. Again, they while well, they say that um, that Detective Farrell was quite nice, uh, they don't put a, much stock in the police. In fact, they've called him a couple of times and he d- doesn't have any real information. Well, sure. Why, why? I mean, I'm sure he's doing his best. Well, I mean, other than being easy to get a hold of, I don't know what he's good for, says Mr. Hall. Well. Said Mr. Hall. Yes. I, in
1: my conversations with Mr. Hall, he seems a little bit bombastic, but uh, I, I understand that he's worried. I We're just going to come down and ask around. I'm sure we'll just go over and spend the night if we need to but otherwise we'll, we'll have to be back for classes soon. This should what information for, can three girls find anyway? Mm-hmm. We're just we're just asking some questions and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we'll probably head
0: on out. Go ahead as you're driving go ahead and make an idea roll which is your intelligence. Yes. And both of you can do this.
1: Oh I I I'm too busy driving to
0: really, that's an extreme. Victoria, you remember that the paper had said that there were other abductions? Yes. Perhaps information about those abductions would be available in older editions of the newspaper.
2: Good idea. Good idea, me. You had it. I did have you that idea. You had the idea. With Vic- my roll of 11.
1: Vicki, that's a great idea.
2: Thanks. Well, uh, I can head to the library uh, for the art museum. Do they have
1: a library? Do they know how to read? No, but the the school that's attached to it might have a a library.
0: But you're from Boston. You know that it's a fantastic public library.
1: Oh, it's a great library.
0: And that the public library is going to have...
1: I can drop you off at the library Mm -hmm. first, but i kind of like it if we all could stick together.
0: Looking for the newspaper shouldn't take long.
1: Should we stop there first on the way into the MFA? Sure. It's along the way. So we'll do that.
0: Why not? Let's go to the library. Okay. The library is a two- or three-story building, stone building with glass windows on the side. It's very majestic looking. And again, it's um, well-attended, even in this cold Wednesday morning. uh, There are people in there going through the paper and the Globe. And the clerk behind the circulation desk will easily... Uh, accommodate you and show you where the older editions of the globe are kept. That's quite nice of them. Go ahead and both of you make a library use roll. Oh, I made it. Just barely. I barely didn't make it. If my skill is 40 and I roll 40, that makes it, right? That does make it. And scanning the papers, you find this from two weeks ago. And once again, our friend Anthony Lee Dudley will read aloud for our listeners at home.
3: Museum of Fine Arts, student missing. Miss Helen Wilson, a second-year student at Boston School of the Museum of Fine Arts, is missing. Miss Wilson was last seen on Saturday evening on the platform of the Boylston Street subway station. Several schoolmates parted ways with her there after a day of shopping. She was not present for her classes on Monday, which alarmed her school friends. Her instructors were also concerned. School administration contacted Wilson's parents to notify them of her truancy from class. When there was still no word from her on Tuesday, both the school and Miss Wilson's family became alarmed and notified authorities. Miss Wilson is 20 years old, has medium length auburn hair and blue eyes. She is of medium height and build, was last seen wearing a dark blue satin one-piece dress with matching shoes and a lady's hat. Anyone with information on Miss Wilson's whereabouts is urged to contact the Boston Police Department.
1: So that's Miss Helen Wilson.
2: Not many leads to go off of there, though.
1: No, other than the fact that she was at the Boylston Street subway station, but... and she was shopping... I wonder if we could
2: find her friends. I think the friends are going to be the cl- the key to this. I think we should figure out who Ruth was friends with.
1: I think that's a great idea. We'll have to ask at the MFA. Because it does say several schoolmates.
2: What about the uh the uh the first kidnapping, the boy
0: uh, the professor James. For the man, yeah. More searching, more going through papers, but now that you two are hot on the scent, it's fairly easy to find this from a month ago. And again, our friend Anthony will read
3: it for the listeners at home. Art professor reported missing. Authorities are investigating the disappearance of a recently hired art professor who failed to appear for Monday classes at the School for the Museum of Fine Arts. Jason Davies, 26, a new instructor of the school, was last seen the previous Sunday evening at a gathering of the Boston Art Club where Davies is a member. When Professor Davies failed to appear for Monday classes, school officials were concerned, yet assumed the instructor had a pressing personal matter that had unexpectedly interrupted his teaching schedule. When he failed to report for Tuesday lectures and office hours, school officials contacted the landlady at Davies' South End apartment but did not reach the professor. When Wednesday was a repeat of Monday and Tuesday's conspicuous absences, school officials became alarmed and contacted the Boston Police Department. The police are investigating the matter, but as of this printing have no solid leads. Davies is in his first year of professorship at the school. He was last seen on Sunday evening in the vicinity of Newbury Street after leaving a function at the Boston Art Club where he is a member. On that occasion, Davies was wearing a dark suit, white shirt and dark tie. He also had a Boston Art Club pin affixed to his jacket lapel, commented club member Joseph Mino. He's rightly proud of his membership and frequently wears the pin. According to police, club member Mino may have been the last person to see Professor Davies before his disappearance. He, Davies, said that he was headed back over to the school to finish a classroom setup for Monday, states Mino. Although the museum proper has evening and weekend guards, the nearby school does not. Museum guards report that Davies did not request after-hours admittance to the galleries. School officials report to the police that the classroom indeed looked ready for a Monday lecture. As new professors are not customarily issued with building keys, it is unclear how Davies may have entered the building, which school personnel assert was properly locked over the weekend. Any member of the public who may be aware of Professor Davies' whereabouts is urged to contact the Boston Police Department.
1: So it seems as if everyone disappears over the weekend and no one notices that they're gone until Monday or Tuesday. I wonder what happens on the weekends.
2: A month ago, two weeks ago, and a couple days ago. I wonder if there's a pattern in terms of timing.
1: It could be, but what, what tor- sort of connection would there be between these three other than they're all at the same school? They all wear dark clothing.
0: I wonder what we're having for lunch, says Buffy.
1: Well, we can stop at Faneuil Hall and and, uh, and we can have some fish chowder.
0: Yum. Isn't that what we had yesterday?
2: We had it in the cafeteria. We had never cl- got enough fish chowder.
1: It was clam chowder yesterday. Fish chowder is my
2: favorite. Doesn't matter what kind of chowder it is to me. All right. I'm an Edwards, after all. Maybe a lobster thermidor would be in order. Yum. A thermo- a therma who?
1: Lobster thermidor. My temperature's
2: fine, thank you.
1: I assume that you've had plenty of lobster thermidor. Oh, might be a little bit common of a dish for you.
2: Over The lunch. Edwards are a chowder family.
0: <clears throat> Over lunch, you three continue talking, plotting where you're going to go next. Where are we going next, inquires Buffy.
1: Well, I think we need to go to the MFA. Don't you think so, Vicky? I do.
0: What was the other place that was mentioned in that last article? Oh, the art club. The Boston Art Club, I think.
1: Good catch, Buffy.
0: Thanks. I'm not really
1: sure where the Boston Art Club is. Perhaps we should ask.
0: It's somewhere on Newbury Street, I think. Maybe it's in the phone book. I'm not much into the art scene, but I sure do like to smoke. Well, a
1: lot of art students share your opinion of fine tobacco. Let's see. They probably have a phone book here if we could ask our
0: waiter. It's easily done and readily accomplished.
1: And do we look up the address of the Boston Art Club?
0: Yes. Yes, you have that information.
1: And we'll have to look at a map and figure out which is close, the Boston Art Club
0: or the MFA. Well, you're in a car, so neither is really... Let's go to the MFA first.
1: It's true, but sometimes parking... In downtown Boston, can be a little tight. I've never been very good at parallel parking.
2: Oh,
0: tell me about
1: it. It's a little bit beyond me. So we're going to drive over to the MFA first.
0: Okay, the Museum of Fine Arts is a, a world-class institution for study and uh, exhibition and appreciation of the fine arts. It's a two-story building, I think, quite large. And uh, and and again, it is open to the public, so that uh, here it's it's Wednesday afternoon. So that if you wanted to go in and look at any of the collections, then you certainly could. And I think maybe on the front of the museum, there's uh, a couple of posters advertising their Renoir collection uh, that's on display nearby. Uh, And signs point this out is the affiliated school of the Museum of Fine Arts uh, Another handsome building It's not as majestic A brick building Um, But it's got a couple of wings uh, Maybe an east and a west wing It's two stories and an obvious entrance You can go to either You can go to the museum Or to the uh, school Well we're going to go to the school first I think It's class change When you enter the building and the halls are full of students heading from one class to another or finishing their classes for the day, since it is early afternoon. Uh, they're art students, so they've got portfolios with them. Some of them might either have smocks and sort of more of the plastic arts and their sculpting and whatnot. Uh, and there are um, professors, although, uh, as, as the newspaper described the, le- the missing professors, some of the newer professors are quite young and there's not a huge age difference. But then again, there's, there's there are older professors and whatnot and people milling about. And as you enter the office and you just kind of mill around, I, there's probably a building directory there that indicates se- several of the studios and the administration office.
1: So if we go over and look at the directory, I think that we're looking for Edward Waldo Forbes's office. Mm-hmm. Sure
2: we could also go to administration and ask them about Ruth in general
1: sure they're probably located very close to one another he's one of the principal directors
0: I think yeah, I think he is the principal director yeah
1: so we look at the director directory mm-hmm. and do we do we locate the offices?
0: Sure. Of the, the, you're looking for the the administration office. Sure. I mean, I think it probably says somewhere on there that the director of the school is um, Edward Forbes, and and his office is in the administration section. Yeah, of the main hall. Yes. So we'll head over there. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a some other students and some other business going on. People milling around. Uh, And of course, there's probably a couple receptionists sort of in a there's a front counter there. And on the other side of it, there's maybe a receptionist sitting down and there's a a woman that's that's nearer to the reception. And she sees you. I mean, you're young uh, of student age. She doesn't um, distinguish you from the student population of the school.
1: She she sees both of us. She yeah. doesn't see Buffy because Buffy had to stay outside and smoke a cigarette.
0: No, Buffy came hustling in afterwards. Okay, with her, her her blonde curls bouncing.
1: Okay. Can I help you, ladies? Yes, that would be that would be lovely.
2: We are from uh, we're from Miskatonic University. Uh, we used to be roommates with uh, a student of this school. Her name is Ruth. What's her last name? Hall. Ruth Hall. Uh, she. Uh, went missing a couple days ago and we came up here and wanted to know if anybody knew
0: anything about it. Um, oh. Is there someone here that you would like to talk to specifically? Yes, we would like to talk to Professor Forbes, if you wouldn't mind. Um, Professor Forbes, go ahead and make a luck roll. I make it. I uh, Have a seat over there, please. Thank you. And I'll, I'll ring him through the intercom. You didn't know Ruth, did you? No, I didn't. I merely read about it in the paper. It's very sad. So, I go over and sit down. Mm-hmm. And it's only a few minutes. You can see her. I mean, she picks up the telephone and makes a call. <clears throat> and she says a little something. Go ahead and make listen rolls. See if you can overhear her conversation. Nope. Nope. But after a few minutes, she puts down the phone and sort of and and, um, leans over to you, raises her voice and says, he'll be right with you. And then goes back to her paperwork for the day. Thank you. Um, Other students come in. There's other business um, uh, that they have to deal with. And then uh, uh, sort of an awkward uh, man in his early middle years, so maybe in his uh, 45 or so, uh, comes strolling out. Uh, He's got a a dark brown suit on uh, with an orange tie. And he uh, says, he talks to the receptionist, and the receptionist points you three out. And he goes over and he he says, "Uh, good afternoon, girls. Oh, hello, Professor Forbes. I hear you're friends of Ruth Hall's.
1: Yes, we are. Not only friends, but former roommates. And we've come down... Um, we've been in touch with Mr. and Mrs. Hall. They're quite worried. I'm.
0: Oh, we all are. We all are. Please, please come into my office. Thank you. And then he takes you through the receptionist area and he takes you into essentially a principal's office where there's his big oak desk and he's got a, a padded chair behind it that swivels. And, and uh, there's a couple of couches and maybe easy chairs there for you three to sit on. So the Miss um, Barker says that you came from Miskatonic U.,
1: Yes, that's true. We did. We've driven down today. And Mm -hmm. um, we just want to find out, uh, for ourselves and for the family, of course, um, I gather that not much has been learned of Ruth's disappearance. And we do know that she has some friends down here. But we're not sure of their names. We're hoping we could get some names and go and talk with some of her friends. Perhaps her current sweetmates. Um, it would be nice to chat with them. Her sweetmates?
0: Does she share a room with other. Uh, no, according to our record, she lived at home. Oh. Um, Ruth just started the term. So unfortunately, I don't know very much about her. We, we don't know very much about her. And what we do know, we've told to Detective Farrell. I suppose we could talk to him. Come but we don't know. I, I, I don't quite know her friends. I mean, I, I know the other missing girl a little more, uh, Helen Wilson. Could you tell us who
2: she was friends with?
0: Um, I, I think she had a handful of friends. I don't know them by name, but I, I think maybe I could ask around and, and get that information. Maybe um, Detective Farrell came up with such a list. Anybody who would know her very well? Uh, Again, I don't know. Um, Helen was, um, well, she wasn't an unpleasant girl, but she was headstrong, Uh, uh, willful. I mean, certainly talented, but, um, oh, she, you know, her humor was a little off-putting. I suppose I understand. Her tastes ran to the macabre at times.
1: Well, that's interesting. So did Ruth's tastes. Perhaps they had some friends in common. Uh, Do you know what classes Ruth was taking this semester? Who her professors
0: were? Well, she was signed up to take the class with uh, Professor Davies and was terribly disappointed when uh, he came up missing.
1: But surely she knew that he was gone before she came down. He's been missing for over a month.
0: Well, but our semester started just about a month ago. So the, 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 two, the two things sort of uh, aligned. She was scheduled to take his class, I believe. I'd have to look at her record, but I, I think we had, to, we had to make changes for several of the students once um, Professor Davies didn't show up. And I, if I recall, both of those ladies' schedule was affected.
1: Hmm. Is there any way of finding out what classes they took instead? I, I know that uh, Ruth was very interested in studio, and I assume that she had some studio time scheduled. Perhaps we could t- talk with whoever shared that su- studio time and space with her.
0: Um, the school is not now, so he appears to hesitate.
1: So... If, if we did a psychology roll now, would we be able to tell whether or not he's trying to evade our questions? Uh,
0: you absolutely could, depending on the success of your psychology roll. So why don't you both make a psychology roll? Oh, I botched mine hard. <laughs> uh,
2: Guess what my score is in psychology?
0: Uh, 10. 20. 10. <laughs> oh. The default. Oh. You have 20?
1: No, I have 40. I still oh, yeah. failed it.
0: So... Um, he says, I mean, you think he's being level with you and he says the school is um, student confidentiality prohibits me from freely sharing a lot of information about Ruth's schedule. I mean, while I was able to give that to the police just to give it to friends, even grieving friends is... Oh, we understand. A uh, bit of a different. I'm not sure I do understand what exactly is the is the breaking of the code of ethics. Well, she is entitled to her privacy. Is but she, she's even missing. if she's missing. Yes.
1: Well, I I I think I understand your point of view. And I understand your reluctance to provide us with information if you feel that that puts your school's program at risk. Um, I'm just certainly... I just can't believe you won't help us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you
2: trying to do? Uh, I suppose I'm trying to... I don't know. Would that be
0: charm? It, may, it sounds like it's it's verging on charm. Go ahead and make a charm yeah, I'm roll. It's supposed to be sad. I was trying to do sad right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's, if you want to use any of your social skills... To I was try trying to make it. him feel bad for me. I, I So, I think that would be... It might be persuade. Persuade, yeah. It might be charm. It depends how you want to do it. I am going to
2: do persuade.
0: All right. Let's hear a little persuade and then make a roll.
2: I just... Ruth and I were such good friends and I really care about her. And just to, to see her as the, the hours tick by since she's gone missing and you just sit here and you see this and you won't even help. It's just, it's it hurts.
1: It is sad.
2: It's sad and it hurts. And I'm going to make a killer roll. <laughs> or maybe not. I rolled a
0: 73. <laughs> it killed ah. something. <laughs> um... I, he says, young lady, I feel for your plight, but there are certain things that I I can't do. Please uh, go ahead and wander around the school. Maybe you can. Come on, Buffy. Let's go have a smoke. (laughs) I stand up and I walk out.
1: I stand up a little bit more slowly
0: and I say. Thank you again Professor Forbes. It's it's been I know your friend is distraught, but please uh, spend some time in the school. Maybe just by asking some of the other asking some of the other students who can find out uh, who her friends were. I, we really didn't know Ruth that well. And
1: well, and and Helen it, it would be nice to learn a little bit more about her. Uh, it sounds as if they're very similar characters and maybe they shared some of the same friends. Could you tell me which wing the art studios are in.
0: They're in the West Wing. That's that abuts up to the museum. Okay.
1: So I thank him, and I, when I leave, I also thank the receptionist for their help. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other
0: two gals are nowhere to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're outside on the street smoking.
1: Smoking furiously. Angrily. So I come out and I say. I would like to go into the West Wing and and check out some of the spaces. I want to see if any of Ruth's work is hanging up. I would recognize it instantly. But... Do you think her work would be hanging up this soon? You know that Ruth was very prolific. I
2: suppose so, but prolific doesn't mean talented.
1: Well, I didn't say she was talented. I think it's a good idea. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be in there when you finish your cigarette just uh, come on in oh be- I'm, I'm,
2: I'm finished now I put out the remainder of it let's just go okay
1: Buffy are you ready to go with us yes I am okay well then let's go we're hot on a trail yes we are <laughs> a trail of something so we go back so we go into the school into the West wing mm-hmm. and we just kind of wander around and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Open up doors and look in classrooms. Sure, and and
0: there and there are you know there are other people hanging out smoking too. I mean these are art students, so there's other kids outside, um, having a butt. There other there are other people inside. I mean doing different things, and there are classes going on, and you can kind of tell as you go by if there's a class going on, you know figure drawing or something. And then there are other Um, students that are just working in a studio. So there'll just be a big space, and there are just students working on individual pieces. Uh, I don't... There might be some pieces that are displayed, but... Well, Ruth was more of a drawer and a painter. She
1: wasn't a sculptor, so she's not going to have but big you can,
0: pieces, right? But you can find but so the, the, the painting sketch. studio and right. the, yes, and you the, and the illustration studios. Yes, those are those are easy enough to find.
1: Do we see anything that looks like it might be kind of up her alley in terms of she had a distinctive style, a very dark style? Do we see any of that kind of?
0: But, but again, most of the works aren't on display. I mean, this is just like like think about going through um, Jaden Hall. You know, they were just there's like a couple of cases here and there.
1: But usually in a in a studio space, if there are works in progress, they're tacked up on the wall or That's they're true. on easels. Especially if the, if they're using a medium that they need to dry. I mean, a lot of times people have things stacked up. Mm-hmm. Sounds just,
2: like we could make a luck roll
0: or maybe a spot hidden. Let's make spot hidden rolls as you go through the, the various different studios and whatnot. I feel
1: I can spend eight points of luck and make it, if it's worth it.
0: That's an option. The other option, remember. Or I can push it. The, it the, right, you, the other thing you can do is you can push
2: a roll. That's a better idea if we're really looking for it. I say save your luck points for when we get
0: shot at by a cannon. <laughs>
1: Or menaced by a Because
0: that a happens mon- in Boston.
1: <laughs> menaced by a monster. In the I don't know. Maybe event. a bee
0: monster shows up or something. A bee monster? Like a giant bee?
1: Yeah, for Boston.
0: Oh, I see. The Boston bee.
1: So I'll push it. It's not
2: the bug. Okay, the tell letter.
0: me how you're going to push it. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do to put this extra effort in? Are you maybe talking to students? or? I'm,
1: I'm talking to students. I'm also... Maybe you're... Picking up pieces of work and looking well, through them.
0: Maybe box. that's what it is. Maybe you're in an empty studio and there are a bunch of paintings that are just sort of stacked, stacked up. you know, facing al- alternately, so they face each other, and the, f- the front space and the back space and the front space. And maybe there's a few little stacks of those against the walls, and you three are in there looking. looking at them. Yes. Okay. In a studio that you're probably not supposed to be in. Can
2: I push mine as well?
0: Yes, you both. You're both in the same room. Oh, jeez. I rolled
1: worse the second time. Okay. I think suddenly, the light. Off. I'm the, switching out my dice.
0: <laughs> the light snaps on, and there's someone behind you. Blue coveralls, um, uh, with a, a, a broom in his hand, and one of the uh, sort of a canvas bag on wheels next to him. And he says,
1: Can I help you? Oh, hi. How are you? I'm
0: sorry. Are we in your way? You are not supposed to be in here.
1: Oh, no one told us that. We, we just talked with uh, Professor Forbes, and he said to wander around and make ourselves at home. But if we're in your way, sir, we're very sorry, and we'll leave immediately.
0: Oh, that's okay, but yeah, uh, you shouldn't be in here.
1: Okay, okay. Thank you very much for your help. Bye now. Toodaloo. So Take care.
0: Buffy waves as well alright and the three of you the three of you leave the studio yes so as you're leaving I want both of you to go ahead and make an idea roll
1: oh I, I make it
0: oh I don't make mine okay so Gertie you're the first one out I in fact fumble mine um so you've you're not the first one out Victoria's gone. She she's got uh, Buffy in tow and is heading through the door and down the hallway. And as you're leaving, you think, um, "This janitor, you've seen him. You saw him right when you walked in. He was there. And then there were when you were walking around earlier and looking at different things, and you would just notice him. It's like the guy's everywhere. Interesting. I wonder if he's following us. You don't get that. You don't get that impression because he always seems to be working whenever you see him. But, you maybe him. he
1: knows something. Maybe he saw Ruth.
0: Maybe it's just a coincidence. Probably, it is Call of Cthulhu after all. A lot of coincidence, coincidences. ink
1: So I'm thinking that maybe I could ask him if he knew Ruth. If he seems like he's been, if he's all over the place.
2: Might not be
0: a bad idea. What do you say to
1: him? I open the door back up and I say.
0: And he's sweeping.
1: And I say, "Hi, I'm I'm sorry to bother you, um, but you work here. Have you worked here a long time?" Oh yeah,
0: I've a worked here a while. Oh, so, <laughs> so you? When I'm not cooking with the Swedish Chef, I'm a janitor at the school. Ding <laughs> ding. <laughs>
1: It's hard for me to take him seriously with him. He's got that.
2: Really? Resilience. It's hard for you to. Really?
0: So It's hard for you to take. Oh, you really shouldn't be in there. <laughs> He's got an accent. He's got. He's got I can't. I can't do any accent. A pizza pie. I can do a, a few Irish accent, but they're all oh, curse ones. don't words. try.
1: Okay. Wait. So,
0: actually, do. I want to hear you curse in Irish. <laughs> no, no. no. So, so, I, so I say. I say. Well, you're, I'm just a humble janitor. I don't know how I can help you. Oh well,
1: humble janitor. I I admire the fact that you're doing all this. I'm hard just, work. A
0: humble, <laughs> just a humble, a hard-working janitor. It's just me, a paisano. It's just a me. <laughs> I just work here. I'm just a work in here Why, with my a paisano.
1: Why <laughs> <laughs> you asking me question? Are you right through?
0: What do you
1: so, say to him? So I, 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 I'm trying to flatter him a little bit, you know, kind of saying, oh, you've worked here a long time. You, you know, you notice things. And we're visiting from Miskatonic University. And we were very good friends with Ruth Hall. And I wonder if he knew her.
0: Oh, is that the girl that's going to miss him? No, I, I don't know. I don't know about the girls. Did you know them? Did you know Helen at all? No, I didn't know any the girls. No. Now, he looks a little nervous.
1: Palms sweaty.
0: Well, he just looks a little nervous. I think, uh, Victoria, you notice Gertie's not behind you in your return.
1: I'll head back and look for
0: her. Did you find her, she's talking to uh, the janitor.
1: Oh. And he's looking a little shifty.
0: Nervous, yeah.
2: I'm just going to listen to the conversation.
1: So I say, well, I'm not, I'm certainly not accusing you of anything, sir. I just wanted to know, uh, perhaps you knew some of their friends. Did you
0: know where they uh, spent a lot of time? I don't know the girls. Don't know the girls at all. Go ahead and make psychology rolls. I didn't make
2: it. Oh, I used one point of luck
0: to make it. Okay, scratch the point of luck. He, you think he's telling the truth? You don't think he knows the girls, but he knows something.
1: I only have ten luck,
0: so I doubt that you have fifty. You
1: you have fifty because you had ten and then you, you had fifty
0: five. when we rolled your characters up. Did you blow forty just coming to the game? I guess so. <laughs> Holy shit! I circled ten.
1: It's supposed to be ten times five.
0: Yeah, you rolled a ten and then you multiply it by five. Okay. So I'm at
2: 49.
0: Wonderful. It's so much better than 10. It's so much better. He's telling the truth? About the girls, but there's something that he doesn't want to talk about. Did you know Professor Davies? I don't know him, but maybe I see him. Oh, when did you see him? I see him maybe the day before he not come to school
1: anymore. Oh, on that Sunday, that Sunday night.
0: What, what was he doing? Okay, he leans in. Look, I, I could have get into trouble if I'd tell you this, so you've got to keep it as quiet.
1: Oh, we'll keep it yeah.
0: quiet. Okay. It was the night of the big Jack Dempsey fight. And in my radio at home is she no work. So I have to come in here so I listen to the radio. to the a big fight, because I'm a big fight fan. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm listening to the fight, and, uh, and I, I... I I got a key to come in here, because I'm in the janitor, so I got a master key to come in. Uh-huh. So I come on the way in, and there's a knock at the door. And it's a, a Professor Davies. And he say, uh, he don't have a key, but he wants to set up for his class the next day, and if it's okay if I let him in. And uh, I don't want to get in trouble, because I'm not supposed to be here either. So I say, yeah, okay, you're going to come in, but don't tell anybody that I've been here. That makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. So I go into the basement, and I'm listening to the radio. Oh, and it's a good fight! And then, I see, through the basement window, I see a Professor Davies leaves. And I think, oh, I'm glad he's leaving. Now I sound like Rosanna Roseanne Dana. He's leaving the school and he's making his way down the Fenway, you know, towards the direction of the museum. And then suddenly... What? he, he stop, and there's another man there. A, a, a heavy-set man. A well-dressed man. Uh, I see him. I recognize him as a, one of the frequent visitors uh, to the gallery of the museum. I don't know his name, but I've seen him. i see him a, a few times. Uh, professor Davies, he seems surprised to see him. The two of them, they speak a few words, but I'm inside of the basement and I can't hear, and I'd rather listen to the fight anyways. But I see the two of them talking. Uh, and then... Uh, but it did... It didn't... It, they talk a little bit, and then it seemed like the professor, he walked off with the other man. B- but the heavyset man that i seen a few times, at the museum. Oh. Do you know what he does? Who? The heavyset man. No, no, no. I just see him at the museum every once in a while. I clean the museum and the school, so he, he frequently he comes to the museum. He must be an art aficionado. Okay. Oh, he doesn't work for the museum. No, 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 I just see him come and I look at the art and he look at the art. He's a well-dressed man. He's probably, you know, rich. He's probably rich. And he's heavy set? Yes. How does he dress? Oh, well. I think he dress well. Hmm. Sounds like Mr. Hall.
1: Does it? He dressed very nicely. And he's pretty heavy. He dresses rich. Well, let's not jump to any conclusions yet. Uh, I think you're right. There's probably plenty of heavy set, rich men around. Anything else you can tell us about him?
2: What does
0: his face look like? Does he have a mustache? No, and nothing like that. So it's kind of a red face, I think. You know average. Average a heavy guy. Okay. Every heavy, waspy guy, you know. Oh, you know. The wasp, but like we say in the nineteen twenties, <laughs> the a wasp, wasp Anglo-Saxon, a Protestant.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, I'm Jamaican.
0: <laughs> Alright. Okay. Alright, ladies. Yes. That's all the information you think you can call from, Roberto. Oh, Roberto. Oh, is his name Roberto? Roberto. Roberto the custodian. Now you've got to make a decision. To kill him? No, I hope you don't want to kill Roberto. You're a graduate students.
1: Well, to, we're going to be jailbirds if we kill him. Where to next? Well, I think that we should uh, hop hop in the car and go to the Boston Art Club. Although my curiosity is up now about the well-dressed man. And I, I I think it sounds a lot like Mr. Hall, but that doesn't make any sense.
2: We'll keep our eyes open. We'll just uh, I think it's a good idea to go to the art club. It's our next strongest lead.
0: And as they ponder, listeners, what they will do next, we'll find out next time when you tune into Reckoning of the Dead Radio. Thanks for listening to this episode of Reckoning of the Dead Radio and our special edition of The House of Ryan Plays the House of Rillier. Call of Cthulhu is a trademark of Chaosium Incorporated and is used with permission under Chaosium's fan materials policy. The Call of Cthulhu role-playing game and The House of Rillia are the property of Chaosium Incorporated. For more information about Chaosium's fine products, please visit www.chaosium.com. This episode of The Ryans in Rillier was recorded on March 21st, 2020 in the Reckoning of the Dead studio located in gloomy Ithaca, New York. We would like to thank our special guest for this episode, Anthony Lee Dudley. Thanks Ant, we hope you do more voiceover work for us. We are The Ryans, Matt, KC, and Eve. This episode was engineered by Matt and edited by Eve. We hope you enjoyed this episode and will tune in for more. Please send any questions and comments to reckonthedead at gmail.com. The Ryans hope you stay healthy, treat your neighbors well, and that all your percentile die roll zero one. Except the sanity checks, because it's more fun when those fail.